Yo, today's QOD is the mind believes what you tell it. Here we go. Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. It's Throwback Thursday, and we are turning back that clock. All the way to episode number 609, and our featured speaker, Marissa Peer. Today, Marissa is going to talk about the power of language, the words that you use either outwardly or in the confines of your own mind, your self-talk. One of the most important things I ever learned a long time ago is that whatever is repeated in your mind over and over and over again, your mind will believe it and your mind will confirm it to be true. If you say you are incapable, you're going to be incapable. If you say you're incompetent, you're going to be incompetent. So she's going to talk about just some words that you can change in your outward and your inner language. And when you change these words, you can change your entire world. Here's Marissa. So I've been a therapist for 33 years and I really do understand language patterns, but I also have a great belief that you cannot fix what you don't understand. You certainly can't heal what you don't feel. So what I'm going to do with you today is I'm going to take you first through the rules of the mind. They're my rules of the mind. I, I made them up, but I made them up over 33 years. And somebody said to me once, well, who are you to make this up? I went, well, someone's got to do it. I think 33 years of working with royalty and Olympic athletes gives me the right to say, these are the rules of the mind. And if ever you're stuck with a client, stuck with a child, stuck with an adult that needs some help, and you think, oh, I don't know what to do take them through the rules of the mind because it actually blows their mind. They go, well, I never knew that. I didn't understand that. And we will come after the rules of the mind to language patterns. Now, I've given you some slides on language patterns that are really for young children, but they also are very effective for adults. So let's do a quick little language thing right now. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to go... I'm going to try to remember these rules of the mind. I'm going to try so hard to memorize it. If only I could memorize that document. I wish I had a better memory. I hope I can remember that when I'm working with my own client. I really hope I can do what she does. I wish I could do it. I hope to do it. And you try to do it. I really want to do it. And just focus on how you feel when you use the word wish, which is wishy-washy. I don't like wish. Wishing says to your mind, you haven't got a prayer, but you might as well wish. Because wishing just says, you're not going to do that. Oh, I wish. No one says, I wish I could get up in the morning and clean my teeth. I wish I could pick up that pencil and write a note. You don't say wish. You go, I'm doing it. So when you say to the mind, I wish I could, it says, yeah, me too. Get over it. When you say to the mind, I hope, I hope I get this right, it goes, yeah, well, keep hoping, because you're not going to do that. When you go, if only, your mind goes, well, you never managed it before, so keep on with the if only, why don't you? But when you do it differently, close your eyes again and go, I will memorize this. It's going in. I have a phenomenal memory. My memory is awesome. 
I read things and they empower me and they stick. I am remembering it all. I do this. I've got it. I have a phenomenal memory. I have incredible powers of recall and assimilation. And I remember everything. It has a totally different effect. And so you learn with language. I never let my clients say wish. I won't allow them to say the word but. I could do that, but no, we never say but. We also never say should. My therapist said to me, excuse me, swearing, should is shit, and never use that word. I should, I say I could. I should go to the gym. I could go to the gym, but I know it's my fault. I'm not making the effort. So with young children, just changing one word will change their life. I'll give you an example. My little girl would go to school, and she'd get to the gate, and she'd come back. And I'd always say, what have you remembered? Could have said, what have you forgotten? There's only two words. What have you remembered? She goes, I've remembered my swimming kit. I've remembered my book. I've remembered my peak. I go, that's fantastic. You have such a great memory that when you get to the gate, you remember, and back you come. And very quickly, she didn't have to come back because I never said, what have you forgotten today? Oh, my God, your mind is like a sieve. What's wrong with you? You get to the gate, and I never do that, and you forget. Why can't you be like me? I have my little bag by the door. I put everything the night before. And I never did that. I said, what have you remembered? So here's just one word. And my clients really taught me the power of words because I'd see the ones who'd come and go, I wish I could do that. Oh, thanks, Marissa, for all this. I could do that, but I know I ought to do that, and I should, but. And so I started banning words. I said, when you come in this office, you're not allowed to go wish, but hope. I work a lot with infertile women, and the ones who don't get pregnant always say that, I, I wish I could get pregnant. And then when they get pregnant, I'm so scared of losing it. I'm not going to tell anyone just in case I lose it. I'm like, well, but what are you saying to your baby? It's in the womb. The most developed sense is hearing. I'm not even going to tell anyone you're here because I have no faith you're going to make it. I go, how about sending the scans out to your parents and showing them, this is my baby. It's staying. My body made it. My body is so super smart. My body's going to carry this baby to full term. This is my one chance in the world to be God. I'm making a miracle here. And my body is growing that baby physically and I'm growing and nurturing that baby emotionally and every day I tell it, today your spine is forming. This week your mouth and lips are forming and your ears are forming and it sends a message to the brain that goes, this is working, whereas running to the bathroom every hour to just see if you're spotting, saying, oh, I'm really scared of losing it, sends a message to the mind. And one of the rules of the mind, and it's the best rule, is that every thought you think and every word you say forms a blueprint, and your mind must work to make that blueprint real. So when you say, I can't remember anything, I'd lose the eyes in the back of my head if they weren't fixed in there, because I just can't remember anything. Your mind goes, that's a blueprint. Let me take you to it. 
And when you say, my memory is phenomenal, foolproof. In fact, I'm like human Google. When I read an exam, the minute I read the question, my mind has already gone to work, found the answer, and I, it stays in my head right through until I write it on the paper. Then I read the next question, the same thing happens as I read the question. Google says, here's the answer. I work with children all the time with exam stress and they come in. I was a little boy last year who had, um, I think there were 17 children applied for every place in his school and he flunked the mocks. And I'm like, darling, you're supposed to flunk the mocks. It's great to flunk the mocks. You know what mocks are, don't you? Oh, so in England, when you're taking an exam, you have a mock exam, maybe six weeks before you take the exam, just to see how you do. And then they say, well, you did terribly, you did really well, and because you did really well, you're gonna pass that exam, and because you did terribly, you're gonna fail. In fact, the ones who do well in the mocks get so complacent, they often don't do so well in the act actual exam. The ones who do badly think, wow, I need to up my game. I need to revise more and study more. So when he came in and said, my mummy was so upset because I got really bad marks in the marks. I went, that's fantastic. What were you worth on? He said, the, 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 the writing, what did you do? I didn't read the instructions correctly and I didn't use the right words. I went, that's fantastic. In fact, what I'll do is, his name is Isaac. If on my website, marissapeer.com, I will put that um, video up and you can watch me working with a small child using language. Just go to marissapeer.com. We'll put that up in a couple of days. And so I said, that's fantastic. So what did you need to do? And just by changing his language, I didn't use the right words and explained to him that he could do it and telling him that his mind was like Google. Then I was asking him some questions about Harry Potter. And I said, how do you know these answers? Have you studied Harry Potter? He went, no, I just really like it. I said, well, see how clever your mind is. So when you're working with a kid that says, I don't know, ask them about James Bond. Ask them about something that they like and go, how do you know this? They go, I don't know. How do you know? Wow, you're so smart. Because when they like something, they remember. And part of school is liking something. So with this little kid, he got into that school. I knew he'd get in because he came in like that and he left like that. He was like, I'm going to nail this. I know what to do. My mind is like Google. And I will say to all my clients, whether they're a seven-year-old taking an exam or someone taking a medical exam or the bar, I say, whatever you're reading, your focus narrows down. You say the word narrow down, and when you say narrow down, everything fades away. You're absorbed in that paper. You have phenomenal powers of concentration, comprehension, recall, retention, and assimilation. And I, I say words that help you do the next one. Comprehension, comprehension, retention, recall, assimilation. I say it over and over again, because the mind believes what you tell it. That was Marissa Peer. Her website is marissapeer.com. You can watch today's talk on YouTube. It is called Reprogram Your Mind Through Affirmations, Marissa Peer. All right, my friend, I will see you tomorrow. It's Finance Friday with our main man, Reverend Ike. I'll see you then. Peace. Peace.